What's good? What's happening? What's good? What's happening, family? Appreciate y'all tuning in to this Relationship Friday edition of Herb and Two alongside Tucson Warner. My name is Herb Howard. Every Wednesday and Friday, we are here hanging out with you wonderful people, talking about issues that currently impact the black community. We talk about how those issues impact us as individuals and also how they impact us as a collective. We talk through these issues in hopes of finding the optimum solutions for how we can overcome said issues, again, overcome them as individuals, but perhaps more importantly, at least for the sake of this conversation, overcome them as a collective. Thank y'all so very, very much for choosing to tune in to it. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. We would kindly request that you please share the conversation, share it on your personal page, share within your personal network with anyone that you think would add value to or find value in this particular conversation. It is our sincere belief that the more like-minded individuals we can get to be a part of this conversation, the better the opportunity we actually have of reaching those aforementioned solutions. Like-minded certainly doesn't mean that we always agree. Trust and believe we disagree often, um, but just having an awareness of some of our problems and a sincere desire to to fix them. So uh, please, 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 if you would be so kind, take a quick second and share the show. Again, this is Herb and Two. It is intellectual thuggery at its absolute finest. My name is Herb. His name is Two. Two. What's happening, good brother? What it do? What the business is? I'm blessing highly favored family. What's to it? Word on the street. Jeezy known to handle his. Man, right. Jeezy just dropped the album too. And uh he it's like probably whack. <laughs> I think so too. I know it's whack. Jeezy ain't been fired since like Jeezy married that woman and it's all dead. <laughs> he it could you can't talk no street shit to be no more ever again. You're Once he married the Asian woman. You can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> Jeezy can't do it. You can't do it. And I only listen to you for street shit. All you think you can do is give me uh walk recipes now. I'm just that interested anymore. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> we're going there early. I'm huh? serious, for real though. Let's get straight to it then. Jesus married that woman, you knew it was over. Oh yeah, we, it was over. When I found out he was dating that woman, I said, "Now what? That this shit is trash." It could be street shit. He could be on his Frank Lucas. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Because she's not even authentically Asian. She's like white Asian. Yeah, she's so, Asian. Yeah, yeah. She's like you know what's the fast food Asian food you can get? Uh, Panda Express. Panda Express. She's, she's Panda, Panda Express. Express out here. <laughs> she's Panda Express. That is not the authentic version. You understand me? Hey, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was all down here. Panda Express. That's so, why I let Gucci dismiss the thing in, in, in verses. He was like, I'm above this. Uh, I've got a franchise. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even me you're yeah, angry at. Okay, yeah, you can't talk to me no more. <laughs> I definitely, definitely only, only go to Jeezy. I want, like, when I hear Jeezy, I definitely I want to hear bricks being moved. That's it. Like, that's what I want to hear, bro. That's it, Jeezy. Are I we moving like bricks I, or not? I feel like it's the 80s and I got a, 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 a trunk full of shit. You, you know what I'm saying? Let's you go. Got the Volvo go. with the BBSs on it. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's go. Jeezy. But yeah, he did drop an album. He went like live on Instagram and Bless performed his heart, the whole album man. in the studio or something like that. Bless his heart. But yeah, it's different. It's different, 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 different. What's the, what's the Asian pop group that went to the Army last week? K-pop. Yeah, he's just probably, Jeezy probably dropped the K-pop album. That's what he did. Kate, I don't care. You know what? I just don't talk yet, my bad. Kate, Kate, no, yeah. don't talk no more. <laughs> Ever again? All right, well then. I'll just sit here and be pretty. Lillian cannot go outside. Lillian. Ever again. <laughs> that nigga said, I don't give a fuck if the motherfucking house burned down. If I call on the house on fire, I say, Mr. Fireman, hang on my house on fire. Your wife called. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, that's hilarious. Hey, Eddie Murphy is he's up he's up there, bro. 
Um, Chantel is here. I am here. Hello, Chantel. How are you? I'm I'm shocked and appalled that AGZ can't grow and he's married to a white Asian woman. Wait, wh- who says that's growth? <laughs> I mean, we can't See, talk about Brooks right forever. That's the problem forever. right there. Right? What's the problem? Proximity to whiteness in y'all minds means growth. That's, I growth. Did, that's not what I meant. What I meant is you just move on to do different things. We didn't ask you what you meant. We're going to inform you. <laughs> so you just don't, oh, okay, my man, <laughs> you're right. So what did we, I mean? We what you, am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, we, when we want your opinion, <laughs> we'll, give we'll give it to you. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, God. This is going to be a hell of an entertaining show. <laughs> if Stuart just going to be giving my opinion for the next 90 minutes. Hey, you know what? For the next five minutes, both of y'all just beat each other's brain. Right? Oh, shit. So you, do, it, do it, do it. <laughs> For the next five minutes, I want I want everything you say to be what you think two would say and everything you say to be what you think Chantel would say. Let's do it. I love Let's it. Do it. Let's go. Chantel right. is a great, great uh, friend and family member of the show. She's also co-host of In The Zone podcast that airs every Wednesday at 7? 7, 7, 10. You know how black folks are. Okay. Okay. Um... So yeah, y'all make sure y'all follow in the zone podcast. Uh, Two, you gonna be on there tomorrow, right? Yes, I plan to. What do you mean you plan to? That's the two response. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yes, I'll be there tomorrow. The greatest podcast, opposite of I said what I said, with me and my co-host who wears ascots. Uh, we'll have a great time discussing black politics and black wealth. Yep, and you got uh, the smartest motherfucker in the planet on your show. Actually, not the smartest. Maybe in the top five, though, but surely not the smartest. You Fuck know that. what I mean? I'm but, the smartest motherfucker you know. Hands down. Absolutely not the smartest. You know, I know someone who's much smarter than you, but I can't reach your mail, contact them at any time ever because they're not really around. But I'm never going to give you the credit you deserve because... <laughs> That hey, is a pretty good hilarious. rendition of me, actually. I like y'all that. Y'all are hilarious, man. Uh, anyway, Chantel, thank you so much for being here. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. Of course. Uh, I love being here. Get your input on some of the things we're going to get into. Some of those things, which include healthy breakups. A lot of um, uh, high-profile, medium-profile, if you are two and I, no-profile <laughs> breakups, uh, celebrity breakups are happening. Uh, we're going to discuss uh, some of those, but in mo- most importantly in detail, uh, what does it look like to have a healthy breakup and why is that, was that, Why does that seem to be so difficult? Uh, we're going to discuss the difficulties of singlehood, um, especially around the terms ghosting, love bombing, which I just fucking found out about, um, and gaslighting. Um, I've been love bombed, but I'm Dikembe Mutombo with that shit. No, no, no. Uh <laughs> Shout out to the Kimbe Mutombo too, man. Uh, thoughts and prayers for the brother. He's been diagnosed with a brain tumor. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully he's able to to, to fight that and, and overcome um, toxic positivity. Even real quick before you go any further, yeah, man, go I want to bring the, the 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 mood down. But uh, I want to send some love out to uh, Miss Emma too, mm. who uh, tragically lost her son. Miss Emma night. Young. You know, people who are fans of the show know Miss Emma. Uh, she tunes in sometimes, but she's often on Salim's show and yeah. hangs out with Salim a lot. And Miss Emma is, uh, 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 what's the word I want to use here? A mother to the community. Yeah, no you know doubt. What I mean? So no we doubt. definitely want to extend our love to Miss Emma. Absolutely, Miss Emma. I echo those sentiments uh, completely. We, we, we are with you. We send our deepest condolences and sincerest thoughts to you and your family. Uh, in what is has to be an impossible time. So, uh, Miss Emma Young, we love you, and we are thinking of you. Um, 
toxic positivity. What is that? Okay, we're going to define it, or E4O is going to define it, because I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, Chantel's April. Mr. April? Talk about that. <laughs> talk, about, talk about Chantel's April. Um, and then we're going to play a couple of clips and give some uh, reactions to that one um, we're calling the assistant lover because she seems ready and willing to offer a great deal of assistance it's a total bullshit. as a lover. You think she was bullshit? I think that was total crock of shit. But I, yeah, thought it was, sure. I thought it was phenomenal. I think it sounds great. I thought it was very, very considerate. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. she deserves an award. Of course. <laughs> She's probably adding in a little toxic positivity. <laughs> no, that was some toxic bullshit, but... Or some male worship going on there, but I digress. Don't don't make it a male worship because I was on your side actually for a minute. Oh, were you? You know, I said it could be. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it was. But I'm gonna change my side by the time we get to the conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what is gonna fight? <laughs> what is not bullshit is the very very real depression and anger that black men suffer. Some of which is at the hands of black women. Just 99.5%. Not our words. These are the words of a black woman. I'm going to play you guys that audio as well. Represents all black women, yep. She'll be a pick-me by the time we play the audio. I didn't say she was a pick-me. She's a pick-me. I said no such thing. She's a (laughs) pick-me. I mean, she might. We should have put that term in there, too. like a gang. It's like they got... We can talk about pick It's like they got a a, a secret doctrine somewhere that says all women must fall in line with the same thought processes when someone opposes our viewpoints. Uh, That's called being part of a first world society. We're not a monolith. Until we got to answer questions, then we answer every question monolithically. (laughs) Black black people in general love we're not a monolith. Whether you have a penis or a vagina, (laughs) you love saying it. Don't matter. (laughs) I say we absolutely are monolith, but we ain't going to get into that conversation. I don't disagree with that. Let's talk about this pick me thing for a second, man. Let's go. Um, so as I understand it, this pick me thing is is mostly a term that other women use to describe a, another woman or women who they deem to be excessively seeking the approval of the male species. Okay. I don't know if that's the exact definition, but I would Or maybe not I even wouldn't. just males. You know what I mean? E4, what's the definition? You know I had it up. A girl who goes out of their way to impress boys and make them seem that they're not like other girls. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with either of those perspectives. On okay, not only do I not disagree, first of all, that's exactly what I said. Second of all, <laughs> um, I find nothing wrong with that. But the term has such a negative connotation. I, I see nothing wrong with somebody saying, oh, I like that person. Let me try and go out of my way, right? To get their attention, to show them, I, above all the others, should be your life partner. That's not what the definition says. That's exactly what you no, just said. It, Read it again, please. It's no, that is not. It's not <laughs> saying that I'm showing that I should be your wife. Me. It's saying I'm going out of my way to impress boys and make them seem that they're not like other girls. Yeah, I ain't like the rest of y'all. I should be your partner, not them. Me, but not not. I stand be- out. I'm different. But not because Same. I cook better. Sure. 
we they it goes to to a and what's missing from that definition is a misogyny, right? It goes wait, to wait, a misogynist wait, wait, wait. place. Now you're telling the the, 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 the right, dictionary what I understand. This shit is amazing, man. Hey, women, that's the wrong definition. Of I course. didn't say the definition was that wrong. Definition for you women never let a small thing like the truth get in the way of them never. winning an argument. It never fails. I just said. Because, I mean, if we take that by its simplest form, if I'm just taking that definition, then I would have to agree with, too, that it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm a better cook. You should take me on as your girlfriend. That's not, in my world, that, to me, that's not a pick-me. So what is a pick-me in your world? A pick-me in my world, ooh, let me back off a little because that's picking up the um, wind, uh, is somebody who is aligning with misogynist thoughts to wow. seemingly make other women seem invaluable. Wow. Sorry. Give me an example. <laughs> Yeah, you just the line be here every time, and your ass be jumping from over here every time. You you did. Ask I'm just me, trying to understand. You did ask me my interpretation of it, right? We did tell you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I said if we should stick with the definition, I'm rolling with too. Okay. I mean, not too herb. Now, if you ask me what I think, it's it's in that whole not misandry. What's the word for the women right now who are marriage focused so much so where they're looking at marriage as a step to increase their financial status. There's a word for that that begins uh, with an M. Women. Gold diggers. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole movement. What it's the um, fuck? God, I can't think of the name the of word it. Is what <laughs> the fuck are we doing here? Okay. But if you're taking on misogynist thoughts like <sighs> women should be in the kitchen, thus I'm a better pick. Or I just can't even think. I, I would have to hear examples, but it's far beyond saying. Or if saying, she just actually thinks that. Yeah, and Chantel, it's sense, like to your point, this sounds sort of like what you're describing to us saying um, you know, a woman that is willing to do anything for male approval, she will embarrass or throw other women under the bus to achieve this goal. I mean, even ideologies that don't even make sense for uh, women to align on, like us not achieving success, like us not being assertive. If we are dialing ourselves back in the, in the effort to get a man, that's a pick me. If that's not your natural state. Now, if you're naturally a beta, that's a total other thing. But if you're naturally an assertive woman who has aspirations and goals, but you're dialing all of that back in an effort to get the man, <laughs> so pick me. Well, see, we had this conversation about obedience and submission maybe a couple of weeks ago, a couple mm -hmm. days ago. I don't remember. But in submitting, we all dial ourselves back. You have to. That's part of the process. But do you have to dial yourself back or are you just... Are you? I don't. I don't see submission as a dialing oneself back. I think that's a completely different mode that one goes into I in think, a specific moment. Again, I'm not saying it's a state of being. I'm saying that specific moments, though, it will be required of each partner. It just is part of the process. But you see that as a dialing it back, just not. I don't. I'm not. Not a go out one specific of, instance. Okay. I'm just saying in the duration of, of a a relationship, even between two males or two women somebody's going to have to dial themselves back eventually. It just is what it is for the greater good of moving the relationship forward. It's just the process. I think we're, I think the word compromise is what, I, maybe you do mean what you mean, but what I'm no, hearing I mean, is I compromise. You're not fixing my definition. I, I, I just, said what I mean. I just said I'm hearing compromise. I don't hear submission. I hear compromise. Sometimes you have to say, we're going to do your way. Sometimes it's going to be my way. Sometimes it'll be nobody's way. That's, that's the spirit of compromise. I see submission a little differently, but I think, we're on the same page as far as, yeah, you're going to have to give and take in relationships. It can't be anybody's way all the time. That's just not going to work. My issue with this pick me thing mm -hmm. is, and I mean, I know we're talking about and we're trying to define it as we discuss it, but just in terms of the, the practicality in which I see it used, right? It's, it's, I don't really see it. I don't, 
I often see it used from women against other women in a way that they aren't doing anything to denigrate other women. They're not going out their way to embarrass other women or make them look crazy or none of that. They like, yeah, if my partner say, yo, I want you to stay home, not go out tonight, I'm going to stay home. Pick me. Like, well, I mean, people in general always over, <laughs> they overuse any term. I'm like toxic positivity. Which yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that's, that's how I, that's how I generally see it used. And it's like, I don't, I don't really see it used like when people, like some woman just being like super OC and she, you know what I'm saying? I think anybody could, dudes could identify that. But women just, when a woman is like, yeah, I'm going to try and attract this person, mm-hmm. right? She's a pick me. It's like, I don't, I mean, I guess I don't see it any differently. Don't we all want to be picked? Yeah, but we're not saying it in the spirit like, I want to be picked. It's like, please pick me, please pick me. That's different than. Yeah, I don't, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't see the, I see it used in less extreme instances than we are like discussing or defining. I don't disagree with you. I mean, I, I see it It'd very similarly. Hella rego shit that I think any person that I is. I think misery loves company. What do you mean by right? that? I think misery loves company. I ain't I got nobody. You don't have nobody either. You I think every, every term that we have here is a reflection of this miserable society that we live in. Okay. I think the toxic positivity, I think the ghosting, the love bombing, the gaslighting is all judgments of a reflection of a miserable society who has no nothing but time on their hand to judge other motherfuckers how other people relate. Right? Okay. So the pick me, that might be their relating style. It just might be what it is. Right? I'm so... Uh, 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 ingratiated in the energy of this spirit of this man, then I'm gonna do whatever it is to get that man. Just like if you're a fucking fisherman, you're going to put bait on the end of the hook, right? The kind of bait that you put on the hook will predict the kind of fish, fish you're gonna attract, right? It is what the fuck it is, right? Okay. Now, now, the other fish could look at that bait like, look at this stupid motherfucker taking that bait. Right. No, that's what that motherfucker likes. Mind okay. your fucking fish business. <laughs> But don't y'all do the same thing to men? No. You all don't call men simp who do nice things for women? No, we call simp simp. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. A dude sends a woman flowers every day for two weeks to show he's interested in her, which she likes. Everybody, in, every dude I know in the comments will be like, the fuck this simp ass nigga. You said which she likes. Which she likes. Who? What? No, I, no problem. No, no, no man will call y'all some no, goddamn. No, no, no. The, no, the, no. the key phrase. No. The key phrase was which she likes. Right. Now, if you no. just sending her flowers and she ain't even responding she ain't to, responding your, to ass, your text, you fucking simp. No, two, two set up you're here. The last time I, before I became producer, mm-hmm. and I was on as a guest, and I was newly dating. This guy who was cooking, Chef and Boyardee. he could really, really cook. And he two could. breakfast boy specifically had he <laughs> called about, him. You called him. Boy. You called him a, a derogatory term, I believe, just all because he was the f word. No, say the word. Say, I forget. Say, say, I don't. Say. <laughs> I'll say pussy, but I won't say the f word. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, all because he is a great cook and was cooking for me. Which she, did it, you like it though? Evil, oh, that Loved is some it. bullshit, oh, okay. and that is based on your comprehension of the conversation at the moment. <laughs> now I'm gonna say this just because just what you said before the cameras went to rolling, and I looked over her. I said, "Do I sound like that?" <laughs> right? Yeah. Listen, listen. And I said that. Why I said evil? Because you said a minute before the cameras came on. Yeah, I'm a Leo too, too. And I said, "Damn, that was kind of harsh, right?" Because of that whole fast. 
the energy of the conversation we was having must have been a very harsh one. It, it was made quite harsh. me say, oh, he's a fucking clown. Because you obviously would appreciate that shit. Who really thinks he's a simp? Evolve. Is he a simp? Tell the truth. Simp, you know. No, no, no. Fuck all that. Yes, no. Is he a simp? Too, it's almost the He's exact. A clown. It's, it's almost the exact example that it's Sean just same, gave. It's the same shit. Wait, what? Just what? what the the example you just gave about who we would call a simp. I mean, I somebody have, else in this room. I wouldn't call him a simp. Was like, that's a whole different conversation. Well, we talk, I said let's men because we yeah. talked about women use that term for women, which is true. <sighs> women attack other women with the, with the term. Pick me. I would never argue that. I think men do the same thing with the word simp. If you see a man doing things that. To impress a woman that you nope. all are that go above and beyond what you all is assume a status quo, like you just take her to dinner. Only like if, he's if you being take a simp. if you take her to a five hundred dollar dinner, then it's the fuck simp. What nope. you doing? Like not true at all. I will pull up fucking Facebook threads. Not <laughs> for me, you all. We're not talking about each other individually because oh. individually, no, none of us would fit the bill. But as a collective, as two loves to say, yes, you all do attack other men for being nice to women. That's just the truth nah. of the matter. Not for being nice, for being, being overly. For what being makes one a simp? It's a distinct difference. What's un, what's a simp? Matter of fact, we expect men to be producer. Nice what's this definition of a simp? We We're have gentlemen. the definition. Yeah, but if a man if a man sends a woman flowers every day for two weeks and they all say, "I just want to let you for know," for what simp is about playing. For if he's like, "I just want to let you know, I was thinking about you today." No, no. For what purpose, right? He, he, I mean, this is all in an effort to so get this her is right. His transaction, right? Everything's so just like any investor. Right. Just like any investor, right? If you keep making dumbass investments, you're a dumbass investor. Yeah, but you have to make the investment to know the investment is dumb. Surely, but if you keep making dumbass investments with no return, then you're a dumbass investor. Well, we don't know. We're not talking about whether he's getting a return or not. It's just he's but doing But that activity. is the definitive of how we get to the sip. That's why we call him a sip. You played yourself. You are playing yourself, bro. You going all the way out your way to get something that she is not giving you in return. The ROI is terrible in this. You're a simp. So what's a simp? Yeah, that's that's yeah. So primarily, simps are heterosexual males who pursue an uninterested girl, hoping that she will eventually like him and give in to his romantic okay. whims. Uninterested. It sounds like the opposite. A pygmy. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, just All I'm pointing end. out is I've He's seen men use simp similarly how I've seen women use pick me. It's the same. And, it, and then it says the simp may go against his normal behavior to please the girl he desires and may say or do things not aligned with his true yeah. nature. Goofball. Simp. Which that part is That's, the same from a pick me no, to no, a no, simp. Wait, wait, wait. I'll go. I'll go. Uninterested is the key phrase. A hundred percent. He acts outside of his normal behavior. That was not part of the pick me shit. No, it, was, now, it was part of the pick me. It was. Thing. She acts outside yes. of her normal behavior. Yes, that was part. Of the last okay, part. Then of she's a simp too. <laughs> so it didn't say that. It did. I don't remember saying that. It, it did. It did. I say that. remember and that. It said, it said she went out of her way to throw other women under the bus. No, Chantel said specifically too that. It's like, and, and then I kept saying seem to make it seem like she's better right. than other women or to make it seem like right. she's different than other women, which is not her true behavior. Wait, 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 wait. So, so there's a distinct difference in the word. Yeah, it's the word it's that the matters. Same, y'all. No, it's, no, it's not. not. No, it's not. It's the same. You said she makes it seem like she's better than other women. Okay. The male That's definition said he acts out of his accordance. He acts out of his own character. But why does he? Why is he There's acting outside of his There's a very distinct difference because there. Because he's a simp. Right. He's acting out of body. She telling the dude that demos ain't shit. 
There's a very big difference there. But she's also doing things in an effort to seem better than the other women, yes. which could or could not be a, in her alignment. That part is not in the definition, but it is no. something that is... Y'all are into that's it. Like, let's that's kill like, this right here. Look, y'all we need the white that's man like, referee. That's like, are you listening? Hold what on. That's like the Do peacocks. Do you see the distinct difference here, Jake? No, Jake does not. As that's, a white... As a white, <laughs> a white man, he's like, the shit sounds real similar to me. It's like, it's, it's like peacocks, like when they doing their dance and then popping up their feathers and all that shit. I'm trying to seem as though I'm better than them. That's yeah. like, what that's do you what think I'm the man sending her flowers for? For shits and gigs? He wants to seem better than the other Here's niggas the that thing. may be chasing if her. If the other peacock turns and walks the fuck away and that nigga keep fucking chasing her and throwing his fucking flowers, he's a simp. Okay, fine. That's that Super is, simp. If that's the distinction between a pick me and a simp, cool. But they're both pretending at the end of the day, which is what we're trying to point out. Uninterested was the key word in simp. I but then y'all said no. There's the seam in the. I'm like, yeah, that's that's that part too. But if that Words is the matter. distinction, cool. I'm not arguing whether they Listen, do or don't. Listen, then we had this boring conversation before the show starts. <laughs> what well, you're not gonna fine. do is keep They've trying to do. Of an education. It's fine. Well, Jesus. this last definition says kind of like a simp, but for girls. Ooh. Also a white definition book. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we 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 we're sort of clear on pick me's no, and we simps. not not at all. Right. <laughs> Not even the least. We are pro pick me. We are anti simp. <laughs> anti simp medic. All right. Well, <laughs> the views of you, Urban 2, <laughs> over there somewhere. Anti-simp I see they ask medic. the same. It's funny. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Do the, uh, hey, that is the title of this show. Anti simp medic. Simp medic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's hilarious. Oh God! Sometimes I'll funny. do myself. I'm oh, not gonna that's lie. Funny, oh my God! That's funny. Mm, we gonna be in trouble, but we gonna use it. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We're going with it. It's ready with that one. It's happening oh. already. We, we should make a t-shirt. Anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic. Let's do it. Yeah, I like. You it. know, we love a good like show. A straight from a good shirt, straight from the show. <laughs> I like it a lot. We love it. Goddamn mess. Gaslighting. Ooh. What is that? Because I've been accused of that one before. It's, it is when, it's basically if you had to boil it down, it's when you invalidate somebody's feelings. Nope. I said if you had to boil it down, there's a longer definition, but you boil it down, you invalidate somebody's feelings. That's not. <laughs> you, you What's the away. definition? What's the definition? What's the definition then? That's an example. Oh. You, he gaslighted you quick as fuck. Oh, and you yeah, went for it. I did. Damn, jump out of the I am a, I'm, I'm easy pickings. What can I say? <laughs> Just, just easily ignited. I am. I didn't see her get ignited though. I saw her become submissive. Huh? Then what is the answer, white man? <laughs> <laughs> see how that works? <laughs> Do you see how that works? <laughs> Do you see how the pot now? What is the goddamn definition see of gaslighting? How the power dynamic works. If you or I would have said it, she'd have been like, that's exactly for real over there. It is a goddamn definition. Matter of fact, it, it happened. I said it first. See what I mean? And she was like, I said it, you boiled it up. Jake said, that's not it. Well, what is the definition then? This is a case study. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. This is definitely mm-hmm. a case study. Did uh, you see my submission to a white man. Okay. White supremacy. Well, yes. Live in front of you. Live indirect. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you all the time. Slavery. The effects of slavery. I'll tell you all the time that mm. black people are doubly infected with the disease of white supremacy. I will, don't we believe it. That. White people are infected with white supremacy only from the positive. You the shit, you the shit, you the shit. Black people doubly infected. White people out of shit, out of shit, out of shit. But also, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. Doubly infected with the, with the disease of white supremacy. Mm. All right. It's okay. I don't take it personally. Now that I bow down to the it. white man, we what's understand. the definition of gaslighting? We understand. 
<laughs> yeah, the definition Check of gaslighting. And, and, <laughs> and we're talking about this because the thing is like now um, these terms, this has been going on in dating, right, with single people for years and years. But now I think with the focus on mental health, we have terms to describe all of these mm-hmm. Actions, But gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which the abuser attempts to sow self-doubt abuser. and confusion in their victim's mind. So typically they're seeking to gain power and control over the other person. Self-doubt you hate the thing you confusion. use. Yep. You, you hate the thing I, I you use so effectively. Language. I hate the language. Why? Because really all it said, even, even the, the totality of the definition, even before the definition, right? E-4 said this is... A lot of this language is birthed out of the overwhelming uh, overusage of uh, a therapy uh, 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 definitions in our in our in our language these days. Okay, right? Everybody suffered trauma. No, motherfucker, you just grew up. That's part of this process, you punk. You gonna go through some shit. You gonna go through some shit. So you don't think man the fuck up? You don't think? Wait. <laughs> Or woman up. So pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. That's always been pull yourself up by your bootstraps. No, 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 no. Put your fucking panties on. Grow the fuck up. What do you this think? Pull yourself by your You're going to fall down. You're going to get a boo boo. It is going to heal. It makes you stronger. Keep it fucking pushing. This is terrifying. No, it is fucking real. That's why motherfuckers is jumping out of windows right now because they all fucking cowards. They think the world is supposed to uh, uh, commandeer them. No, motherfucker, this is a uh, uh, a journey of 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 great. Valleys, highs, and lows. You That's need to how be callous. You need to be right? a little callous. It, little is in, skin. It, is the, is, it is in the failure that you fucking grow. That's how this shit works. But all these motherfuckers is afraid to fail. It's afraid to get a boo-boo. But afraid not- to hurt my feelings. Ooh, let me get a terminology for the nigga to hurt my feelings. He's gaslighting me. Fuck out of here with that bullshit, it's man. Gas, you're gaslighting me. And it's like, look. And I guess I'm a, I'm a professional gaslighter then. Because I think your punk ass need to get hurt a little bit. Getting hurt and being told that your feelings aren't what you feel are completely different things. That's completely different. That's no, no, not no, no. the same. So, my bad. So it ain't it ain't the it ain't so much telling you your feelings ain't legit, right? But when you don't get the response from me that you desire, now I'm gaslighting you. So you're like, yo, that hurt my feelings. And I'm like, okay, what you want me to do about it? I'm gaslighting you. Uh, I wouldn't I, say that's gaslighting, but like, I, I don't think I did nothing to you. So I, I'm not, I'm not finna apologize. I'm not finna, I can't correct the behavior. I don't think the, I don't think the behavior was incorrect in the first place. So now I'm just like, yeah, you're fucking bugging. Okay. Nobody did shit now to that's you. That's gaslighting. How? Telling you you're bugging. I did nothing to you when they clearly told you you did at an emotional level. Yeah, but it's if gaslighting. I, but if I didn't though, like I disagree. How can you tell them you didn't do something to them? Because I was there. In their brain? So you know how you impact I was now responsible for the shit that's going on in your brain. If you... Do you see what the fuck I said I meant? this on the last show. If these are people you actually have affection for and you care about, then you should this care how you <laughs> This is how you impact. <laughs> the Again. fictional show that never happened. If you give a shit about people in your life, then you should care how you're impacting them. If you don't give a fuck... No, none of this shit fucking matters. And this is what I've said before. That's the key to this. If you care about them, then this should be a conversation you're willing to have. If you don't care, if you don't care, then sure, stand on that soapbox and say you're fucking bugging. It's for you to deal with. Again, I push back. 
Right? Why? As I said on the show, did it happen last time? It didn't happen. Right? <laughs> I'm not responsible for your triggers. So this and this is for everybody across the board. Across no matter the board. if it's for you and them, if you like, damn, you did X and your nigga like, well, that's fucked up. I wish you well, sir, on your feelings. You'd be like, damn, nigga, I'm trying to come to you about something that happened between me and you, and I want to talk about it. And if he was so dismissive that way, you would not be cool with that, too. I don't believe that. Me? If somebody you cared about and you actually came to them with something you had an issue with that they did, and I'm sure this has happened because I'm sure some shit bugs you, right? Mm-hmm. You go and talk like to them. If they the were wind. like, whatever it is, <laughs> if you go to them genuinely and say, hey, what you did to me did X, and they were like, fuck you, you're making that shit up, you'd be fucking livid. You'd be fucking livid. You'd be like, Hi, we've been friends for X amount of time. We spent this time and time together. And this is the best response you can give to me when I'm coming to you and you impacted me. You would not be cool with that. And neither would you. What you're, give, what you're selling me right now is some bullshit. So here's the thing. <laughs> Bull and shit. On a, previ- on a previous. Non-happened show. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. On, a, on, a, on the last Relationship Friday, we were talking to uh, Crystal was here and Sneeta were here, was here. And. We were having a conversation about communication, the sending and receiving of messages. And I was like standing on the couch like, no, it does matter how you send a message if you care how it's received. I agree. Right. So to that extent, I'm with you. Here's the difference in this gaslighting thing. If I don't believe I did anything to you. Right. Then what do you want from me? That's the question you should ask them. You should say, okay. I did this. How do we go forward? That's I didn't same- do this. Essentially making me well, like, responsible again for your trigger. You're, you're responsible for you, not you me. All are, you all are trying to make this in a space of right or wrong. What I'm making this in the space of, of maintaining your relationship. If somebody comes to you, whether you agree with their feelings or not, the goal should be to understand what it was and how you move forward. That's it. Not whether you actually did Question. it or not. Question. <laughs> not whether you're Question. wrong or right Set about it. For precedent. Question. You just say, hey, how Question. do we move forward? Then so you don't that feel that way again. inauthentic then? How is that inauthentic? Wouldn't that be inauthentic? Because now I'm going to adjust the behavior that I never saw as, 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 as detrimental right. to, the, to my existence or your existence to make you feel comfortable. That's a slippery slope. When does that when does that slope or when does that line end? How far does that spectrum go? But don't you do How much of my behavior should I just for your comfort? Isn't that submission? No. It's not? No. You just had a whole oh. conversation about no, submission. That's oh. obedience. Right. That's obedience. The There's a give and take. And I would we agree had that with conversation you. Too. That's not a submission, but this is a compromise. There's a give and take in all relationships. You have to get what somebody is saying. And then you either make a choice Surely. to adjust or not. Key point in, in, in the question that Herb asked you, though. Yes. If I don't see whatever this is as detrimental to whatever the situation was, right? And I adjust per your trigger, right? Okay. And then add on my question. It's a slippery slope. Where did this end? I don't right? Because now all I'm doing is affirming you. You're not affirming me. We're not having a relationship. I'm just serving you. But don't you think it will come back into play when it happens to you? Because I realize, too, that you are a wall of stone, right? But somebody's going to impact you some kind of way. If you I'm have no wall of stone, wait a minute. I'm sensitive. Okay, well, okay, Mr. Sensitivity. <laughs> yes, he is. Then if, if, <laughs> if you are going to expect to have a conversation and be able to say, hey, you stepped on my motherfucking Tims, you expect them to be I'm like, my bad, yo. But I'm not irrational. No, that's just an example because I just saw the Tims. But I'm just saying, if you go to somebody and say, what you did did X to me, 
you're going to expect to have a conversation whether they apologize or not is not is up to you to me to say if that's what you need but you need to have the conversation and you need the person to hear you out and want to at minimum find a solution for whatever happened is all i'm saying what i'm telling you you guys are saying doing like the fuck i ain't do shit that's not in the spirit of trying to communicate effectively and build relationships what you're doing is creating barriers if you like ah well i ain't do shit so uh that's your shit to deal with you're creating a barrier in reverse though right wouldn't it be doing the exact same thing what do you mean right if if you as the uh victim comes to the victim okay for what the victimizer does not even see as a victim as a uh, offense uh, an offense okay. Right, and then as the uh, victim, you get the non-offense uh, 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 victimizer to change his behaviors so that he doesn't no longer offend you. Aren't you dictating the same way? Uh, you know what I mean? Aren't you creating that same kind of uh, mm. inauthentic ass energy? You right? You all are in a space of things not being real, inauthentic, right and wrong. And what I'm saying, what I've said multiple times is this is about effective communication with people you care about. If you don't give a fuck, who gives a fuck? But if you genuinely cares about somebody, in my opinion, and maybe that's where we differ, you should give a shit that you bug them. You should want to hear what impacted them. Sure. sure. Then okay. Then <laughs> nothing else matters. You no, should it does. care about nothing because else matters. Whether you did whether you see it or not doesn't matter. Yes, it does. If you care about them, you want to have a conversation about what happened. Here, here, it's not you need to have the conversation to see if we what can you have did the conversation, or not. right? We can okay. have the conversation. And I'm saying in the conversation, I'm going to say, okay, I hear you. Your feelings okay. are hurt. I didn't do anything to cause that, right? I, did, I didn't do anything wrong to cause that. Okay. So now you're like, oh, now you're just gaslighting me. You're making me, you're invalidating my feelings or whatever. If I, if I say, okay, you know what? You're right. I'm very, very sorry. I shouldn't have done this thing that I thought was perfectly fine and completely natural for me to do, right? Now I'm... Super compromising, super being obedient. Like what's going to happen is over time, resentment is going to build up. And okay. I am going to resent the fact that I have given away so much of myself in the interest of pleasing you, right? In the interest of pacifying you, I constantly give up who I actually am. And then years down the line, you're like, well, who the fuck am I? How did I get in this place where I seem so unlike myself? And it's because these small, small microaggressions or whatever, these small instances over time just kind of add up. And eventually you become so far away from who you actually are that you like, I don't even I don't even feel like myself in this relationship. And now like I resent my partner. And it's because you were unwilling to say, babe, hear you. Your feelings are hurt. That's unfortunately. I certainly don't want your feelings hurt ever. It's not my goal here. I love you. However, I didn't do shit to you. Now, I don't understand that last part, right? Because everything you said before that was cool up until the very last, I didn't do shit. You could have stopped right there. I bet you that would have ended the conversation. No further solution would have been needed, and you guys could have moved on. It's this last part of continuing to tell somebody, I didn't do shit, when they're telling you, you did. Yeah, and I just want to <laughs> jump in real quick because I think the thing that we're missing in this conversation in regards to gaslighting is that the thing that Chantel is talking about or that the person is talking about actually happened. So it was reality. So something clearly happened where the abuser was wrong and the abuser tries to distort the person's memory, understanding, feelings, 
from what happened. I wish we had a Even professional the here. The terminology but. of abuser bothers me. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with two. I don't like this whole abuser me. and victim thing. You just did something to somebody. It really doesn't have to be like you punched them in the face, abuse. right? It really doesn't. But see, I, 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 I've been called a gaslighter several times. Right. In several different instances. <laughs> right? And I be like, get your good ass out of there. That's me. <laughs> Then right. You don't care about so those people's feelings, which is cool. I'm gonna you some fucking more because I could give a fuck about, about what you're talking about. Right, exactly. That don't mean I don't care about you. <laughs> Turn the eye up a little bit. Yeah, that don't mean I don't care about you, right? I'm gonna give you a great example. Like I come from a, a family of motherfuckers who challenge you. It's just okay. our nature, right? My my, I remember little shit like my chain to slip on my bike, and my daddy look at me and say, "Nigga, you gonna let a chain beat you?" Oh, challenge, <laughs> motherfucker! I'm finna be. I'm gonna learn to fix this. I'm chain. a chainologist now. You know, I'm a chainologist now, right? <laughs> but to the point of the gaslighting conversation, I remember this uh, specific incident, and this is a family member of mine who I love, right? But we all sit here talk. I use the word nigga indiscriminately, right? Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't, right? I try to be more conscious of that, but I, I just, you know, I was brought up in this white supremacist society. It is what the fuck it is. And the word feels good to say. Mm-hmm. It feels good to say. Right, Love all my I have a, a very uh, Grey Pouponish family member who hates to hear the word. Did you say a Grey Pouponish? Yes, I said that. Because <laughs> that's better. Okay, <laughs> okay. continue the story. You fully understood what the fuck I was saying when I said it, though, didn't you? I did. Absolutely. I did. Now, here we are back to the story, <laughs> right? In my Grey conversation and the way that I communicate, the word just flows. Mm-hmm. I'm not even conscious of your existence in the room. But here you are internalizing language I'm using as a trigger for your gaslighting uh, 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 conversation. Okay. One, motherfucker, your ego is this big. Right. You understand me? And two, now you want me to adjust to your ego and your trigger. I'm not purposely offending you. Okay. I did not come here to offend you. Okay. So one, turn down the value on your ego. Right? And tune me the fuck out if you uncomfortable. But I did not purposely come here to offend you. So when you address me with your bullshit, I can't recollect. I think that's I'm the thing. I'm not responsible for your trigger. I think that's the thing about this gaslighting piece, right? Is that the issues in this gaslighting thing tend to be very subjective. They aren't clearly defined. So like when you gave the example of stepping on his Tim, right? I was gonna I was gonna interject, which I was in the middle of something that I wanted to hear it. It ain't it's never those types of things. Clearly, you stepped on my motherfucking foot. You're going to apologize or we're going to fucking box. You know what I'm saying? It's, they, they, the things that, that people talk about in gaslighting are more subjective. So they aren't these things where it's like, everybody knows you harmed me. Why won't you address it? It's not like that. I agree. It's, it's something a little bit more nuanced. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. And so I think that's what makes it so. So like in, in Tool's example, if a white person come in here, nigga, nigga, nigga. It's very, very clear what the fucking problem is here, right? It's very, very clear what the problem is here. Me saying it, I'm not trying to, it's not clear what the fucking problem is here. So now we get into a a subjective conversation about you. how I'm triggering you. I'm black too. Fuck is you talking about? Which only validates in the language that we're using, right? The victim's feelings. I I agree. I don't like this whole victim. But when, in your scenario with your family member, when they came to you and said, you know, okay, when you said nigga, it made me feel this type of way. And you just put it on them like, that's your ego. That's this, that's that. Instead of just being like, I get you offended by it. That's your problem sort of a thing. 
When did they? When did they say? When did they say? When or why did they say you were gaslighting them? Because it offends them, right? And that's I, not, I, I well, no, I'm not gonna go in depth, accurate. but like I said, a very great that wouldn't be that wouldn't be gaslighting. You just like fuck you. Exactly. Well, uh, gaslighting in that sense would have been like you saying like that's your motherfucking ego. You deal with that shit. That's gaslighting. That's what which he is said. not what you. But that's that is what he kind thought. Of what the fuck it is. But you did, that's not what you said to them. You were like, I'm just gonna keep using the word. That's not gaslighting. No, I just kind of. Walked away. Exactly. What you did was not gaslighting. You just were like, oh, if you had said what I said, like, your ego is getting in the way. You need to check that. But That's is it not the truth had I said that? I don't. Truth is a bit subjective, but sure. It could have been. It could not have been. I don't know if this person grew up in segregated South. Maybe you triggered an old. If it's all subjective, uh, uh, strange the terminology memory. is invalid. I then that goes for a whole lot of words. And you're going to be going through all the English language and validating a lot of language if subjectivity is going to be your barometer. Some of which you use. Let's pick a word. I don't know. You would you would be forever. All words are subjective. Whatever, man. Fuck all that. Grow <laughs> up. Be a, a grown person. Deal with it. That's how I feel about it. I mean, all of it. I wish you and the people you gaslight luck. Hey, man. Whatever. <laughs> I think offending people is necessary at times, though. Sure. I agree. You know what I mean? I, I really do. I Remember, think I kept telling you guys, if you don't give a shit, then none of this matters. But it's not even <laughs> in just not giving a shit. You know what I mean? Again, like I said, I come from a family of challenge. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's necessary. And because I come from this family, it's so natural to me to address other people that way. Right? I talk to my son a certain kind of way. You know what I mean? I talk to my daughter a certain kind of way. It's a little softer when I talk to my daughter because just because she's my daughter. It is what it is. Right? But I, I've had conversations with just my homies who, you know, my father, they might meet my father, right? And then my father's passed on, but I had conversations with my homies today who loved the shit out of my daddy, who will who, who explain to me, like, man, when I met your father, I couldn't stand that nigga. Because every time he talked to me, he was challenging me on some shit. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and in their minds, they was interpreting that as he's invalidating my shit. Okay. Right? But he wasn't. He was challenging you, make you better at your shit. But see, that's a conversation to be had. If you never set the context for it, then yeah, people are gonna be pressed about it. If I if somebody walked in and I'm working on somebody and they're constantly pushing, asking questions, and they never set a context for what they're trying to achieve, I'm gonna feel the type of way. And again, that's why I say this therapy shit bothers me. These therapy language and terminologies that we use in the lexicon of everyday communication bothers the shit out of me. Right? Because it assumes one that everybody's a fucking professional communicator. And it assumes two that your ego is that motherfucking important. And that's the crux of the entire conversation to me. Why can't it just be a, a name fuck to an ant. action? That's it. You why, are ant. Why can't it just be like the rest of the wor words we use and just a name for something that you're doing? Why does it have to be all this other stuff? It's just a name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a word. Like, you're Listen, making it so much bigger than it's just a word. I feel like y'all's gonna keep gaslighting each other, so let me move on <laughs> to another term. Sure. She definitely just gaslit the shit out of me. I did not. <laughs> that was some bullshit. She's like, God damn, it's a word. Listen, let's 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 take on something that should be a little bit more positive. Oh shit. Toxic positivity. <laughs> e for O. For the ignorant people, me amongst us, what the hell is toxic positivity? You know, Toxic. This is a new one to me too. Like it's very new to me. And, and, and I do think it's kind of silly, but I'm trying to understand it a little bit more. So toxic positivity happens when people believe that negative thoughts about 
anything should be avoided. So even in response to events which normally would evoke sadness, such as loss or hardships, positivity is encouraged as a means to cope, but tends... And this is oh, don't worry about it. She but was just your mama. You gonna cry? Tends to overlook and dismiss <laughs> true expression. So it's kind of being dismissive that of again. Uh, yeah, it sounds it like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like gaslighting. Toxic gaslighting. But does the how matter? What do you mean the how? What? Like the how, right? So now, when Evo read the definition, I was like that. One, let me. St- I'm gonna stand on the fact that I don't like all this goddamn therapeutic conversation, this mm-hmm. therapeutic language. I'm gonna stand on that shit, right? <clears throat> but when Efo gave the analogy earlier, like a, a dude just said, "Oh, I like them shoes," and he didn't even see the shoes. And I, at that point, I was like, "Yeah, I don't like them kind of people," right? But in the in the context of the herb, just used like you know, man, your mama died. And he was like, "Yeah, that's just your mama." <laughs> you know what I mean? But if someone says, "Hey, man, look at the upside. What's the lesson you're supposed to learn from this?" Right. Right, engage this from a positive perspective. Right, is that a is that the same conversation or is mm. that you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. think does the how matter? I think where it gets gaslighting is because people at least we're not it, dealing with gaslighting. We're it is a form of gaslighting. Well, what I'm though. saying a is, it is, is just an arm it is, of gaslighting. It's kind of like, it is a form I of gaslighting. <laughs> Different branches of the same tree. I swear to God, I hate this shit. I swear to God, I hate it. What I was, it is kind of it's gaslighting. It, it is did a, sound a little gaslighting to me. But what? The problem in that kind of toxic positivity in this case of yo, because people have to go through feelings like pretending like you don't feel shit, pretending like you can positive your way out of something is a disingenuous and b to me, it love, so, it's a bit unhealthy. So let me give you an example. Of, let me give you an example of something I say all the time. And some people, now that I know this new term, <laughs> may view it as toxic positivity. Okay. Almost every time people ask me how I'm doing. I say excellent, and oftentimes I'll say, I ain't had a bad day yet, mm-hmm. right? And some people have taken offense to me saying, I ain't had a bad day yet. Really? Right? Yeah, they will. And they take it as this like arrogant thing or this false thing, right? This disingenuous thing. And for me, what it truly is is just a matter of perspective, mm-hmm. right? Somebody somewhere had a terrible fucking day today, right? To open up the show, sending sincere thoughts and condolences to Miss Emma. Miss Emma and her family are having a terrible fucking day, right? I ain't having a terrible fucking day. Some shit might have stressed me out. I had some complications. Some shit didn't go my way. But I ain't had a bad day. People have had bad, like really, really bad days. And so... I think I just think of it in terms of perspective, really. And some people would say that's like toxic positivity. And I don't I really could think see so. how somebody would say that, but I see that's a different than toxic positivity. I was gonna say real quick, man, because I just was with Eric Holder last week and he leveraged this because someone asked him a question. And he was like, Man, you talking about all the successes in your life. Point out some of the downfalls or where you had failures uh that kind of shaped your experience. Mm-hmm. And Eric Holder went right to the Mandela quote. I ain't never failed. I either win or learn. It's just a matter of perspective. Right? So to approach the world from this very positive outlook of I'm either going to win or learn, which is also a win, right, is a perspective that has shaped at least two of those men. Mm -hmm. Right? I try to walk through the world with that same kind of a lens. 
Herb saying I ain't had a bad day yet is a reflection of walking through the world with that same kind of a lens, right? Someone says to be offended by that invalidates my perspective. Right. Right? It's, okay. It's not, in, it's, it's not inauthentic or it's not an impossibility to have that perspective. Right? right? We have it. I don't, I, I don't, I, again, I see that a little differently than toxic positivity. And I agree with that where I, and then maybe we can, I, this y'all show, let me not. <laughs> Cause I kind of see it in the other topic that we're talking about as far as like men in depression. Right. And I realize we're going to play this clip and this woman's going to say the shit that she's going to say. Why are you rolling and crossing your eyes? Like she's that? a pick me who says anything. She's a pick me who just me. And she's <laughs> gaslighting every woman in the room with her po- her toxic positivity. Love bombing these niggas. Conversation. <laughs> Fuck out of here. But what I what I'm what I'm going to say as part of that conversation is black men, and I really see this for y'all, are only allowed to have two real feelings, right? Happy and pissed. That's it. Mm. Regardless of what's going on with y'all, whether y'all are sad, whether mm. you all are discombobulated, confused, whatever the word is, you all are only allowed and emote two different feelings, happy and pissed. We don't really have the luxury of being anything else. And that's part of this whole, and that's how I see toxic positivity, where you won't even allow yourself to feel what you actually feel. You, you emote whatever it is you want to feel. You're like, oh, you know, my mama died, but... I got this money, so I'll figure it out. Like when you're, and if you don't allow yourself to feel those feelings, because that is healthy. It's healthy to be sad. Is it healthy to be sad all the time? No. It's healthy to be pissed. Is it healthy to be pissed all the time? No. But you have to allow yourself to feel what you feel, because that's the only way you're going to get past it. Because if you don't, it's going to come out at the wrong time in the wrong way. And that's, in my opinion, that depression and anger we see in black men is a display of you guys not having the aliqu- the space to have the feeling that you feel, identify that feeling, and express it in the healthy, proper way. It comes out in anger, in punching walls, and then we'll talk about who she puts at the blame of that when the we play the The only <laughs> time I've had that type of explosive, detonating type of response. Mm-hmm ties into the conversation we were having earlier, Mm -hmm. right? This idea of obedience and constant overcompromise or whatever you want to call it, right? And then that resentment builds up and then you do something, right? It ain't a huge thing. You do something and then it's like, boom. Now I'm punching walls and shaking motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And it's because I've suppressed my real feeling for too long, right? In that arena. Mm -hmm. But in terms of just Whatever else I'm feeling, that it, it just that don't happen. It don't really explode in other shit. I like think that. you're a bit of an anomaly in that sense. Well, I'm amazing. We I know that. But uh, well, you're an Aries, so yeah. But I think I think you guys can't. Or maybe I'm wrong. I could be a hundred percent wrong. I'm a car carrying vagina person. This is my observation <laughs> of black men. So I could be a, a thousand percent person. wrong. But that's how I see it. You guys regularly talk about black men can't express their feelings. I see a lot of the time you all can't even identify whatever you all are feeling. That's true. So I'm going to push back. Of course. Wouldn't be too if you didn't. I'm going to push back. And the sad part about it is I don't think black men can express their feelings to black women. I think black men express their feelings to black men all, all the, the time. time. That's facts. I don't, I don't think that is. I would never argue with that because I don't think black women in general, we don't. 
we are not taught to give you guys the space to have whatever feeling you are. So we, I would definitely say that that's a failure of black women for sure. And black community for sure. Cause the black community doesn't give you guys the space to be anything but happy and pissed. <laughs> and that's just a failure in general. Black women are definitely contributors in that way. I would not, I would not, I agree with two. I don't know if we're the cause, but we do. definitely I told don't you help. I'm top two and I'm not two. You're not. not you're two. not. You're not. All right, hold it. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> What's the time? Uh, it is 56.24. Oh, we got to clap when we come when back, we come right? Come back, yeah. Uh, Jake, want to make sure the sound is doing, yeah, what, doing as it should. Sound is sound. That's so funny. Um, let's get into the video about the man, black man depression and anger. All right. So we'll play this, play oh, the audio at least. I don't wanna, we won't want to play the video, but let's play the audio so we can hear what the lady had to say and Chantel can continue eye rolling. Be gaslit. Right. Gonna roll these eyes real quick. It's dangerous for our men because men are more likely to fight their way from depression to anger. Because depression is not a good look on a brother. That's how we say, that's what we think. And so while people will accept us as women kind of laying back and, oh, I was me, and they think that's, that there's something feminine about that, and it's not, it's still depression. But, but our cultural perspectives don't accept that from men. So depression can hide among women with social stereotypes about them being emotional, but it can't hide with men because it'll look weak. So he has to fight his way up off of that depressed couch. And the only energy he can use to defend himself against your attacks on his masculinity is to fight his way out of depression into a fury. And here we are, with our men dropping like flies, with life expectancies at the bottom levels in this country. Because anger is literally shredding their bodies and their immune systems and their productivity, which is also so related to how many men define themselves. So if anger snatching both their productivity and their physical strength, God, we got to do something. That's the sister right there. That's the sister right there. Um... Truth be told, even before we go any further, we was having this conversation when the mics or was the mics was off. I think she's saying exactly what we just said, mm-hmm. right? We don't have that space with black women to explore the gamut of our emotions, right? And I think she said something else that was very interesting in the context of <clears throat> the totality of the black experience, mm-hmm. right? And she attributed to y'all, and I agree, and I know this shit going to get pushed back. Right, but I believe in my heart that at a lot of levels, man, you all are some of the greatest purveyors of white supremacy in America. And I and I'm not saying it's y'all's fault, but we've all been socialized by the same institutions. Right? And the definitive of manhood in this country, right, is by what? Protect and provide. Mm-hmm. It's provisional. Right now, 
that becomes a theme without a full in-depth understanding of our social status okay. in reality. And she said these social status, and I think that's very important for us to hear, right? Because you, and I, and I also think it's, a, it's, a, it's an amalgamation in why we are so uh, intimately open with each other. Because I don't think it's the same amongst white men, right? Okay. I think black men have a unique relationship with each other, specifically those that they actually care about, mm-hmm. right? It is where we find refuge in each other, not in our women, right? I think that's a very interesting thing. And I think, it's, I think the statement is true. I think it's hard to hear. I think it's hard to digest. And I think you have to have a little more information to even digest it properly. I don't... Hey, I can't I, fuck with your shit. Got I definitely, I push oh, back you on. You I push back on that first part where black women are the largest purveyors. First of all, I really I get irritated with the oppression Olympics about who does what more, and so the oppression Olympics are really t- tiresome for me. So I'm gonna skip over that part. It's not the oppression Olympics. Though. It is saying not, who though. uses more and who uses less. It's kind of. It's kind of a circular Context conversation. Context is important. It's not because we can always go and say what black, how black men. It, it, my point is, I'm skipping over that part because that that doesn't really speak to the entire. I, I ain't point gonna of skip over. So if it comes back to me, I'm going to just again. So well, this just, is your show. We can, you better we get can, it that way. We can, can go where we go. But do I think black women don't allow spaces for black men to be vulnerable? Absolutely. I, I would never push back on that. I I think we have not been taught. Um which is another white supremacist tool, right? Making it so that we can't even communicate with each other. I do think that is another manipulation within white supremacy that has impacted our relationships in general. This is why there's so much dysfunction between men and women. This is why men and women spend hours upon hours on Facebook saying who's right, who's wrong, how y'all fucked up, how y'all... I mean, it, we it's endless conversations about what men do fucked up and what women do fucked up. And it's, it's a lot to do with the fact that we aren't able to communicate and rely on each other and be vulnerable with each other. Um, so I definitely agree with that aspect. If we're specifically talking about black women and how we don't support y'all in your emotions, then for sure, I, I definitely don't disagree with that perspective. Can I don't I think add, it's our fault though, let, let me add one but more thing, I do though, right? think we strongly contribute to that. Sure. Oftentimes, on this show, I, I always bring in the context of man law versus universal law. Okay. Right? Anytime we bring in the theory of white supremacy, it is only relatable in the context of man law. Okay. Right? When you move beyond that and operate or live your life through a spiritual lens, a real holistic spiritual lens, that shit has no value. What doesn't? Well, uh, man law? Okay. It has no value. It don't matter in no motherfucking way in your life. Okay. Right? Now, I'm not having the oppression Olympics. That's not what I'm having, right? I'm saying that you all suffer, right? You all suffer just like we suffer. You all been okay. educated via the same institutions. Why you become the greatest purveyor is because man law is the definitive of how we relate, right? Because if we relate from a spiritual standpoint, and it's important, it's important to understand this, right? Okay. Any man you ever deal with, for, for, my baby is in here, for the duration of your experience, right? will elevate himself to your desires. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Hands down. Right? If he loves you, he will elevate himself to your desires. Problem is, because we've been in this same educated institution, your desires don't exceed the parameters of white supremacist thought. Yeah. So you only deal with us through that lens. Through what? Through how white supremacy? supremacy? Okay. How well I can navigate that 
how successful you can be within now right, those within bounds. That construct. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. But I guess I would be. I'm curious how are we because you all see us through those same white supremacist lenses, right? Both impacted by it. The thing is, I guess what, what I'm struggling with is how is women's it most, behavior? Uh huh. Is not directly altered by a man's desires. Mm, I would disagree with that strongly. I think I think you all really don't. Either you all are ignorant to or unwilling to acknowledge how much women shift and move for the attention of men. Here's what I'm saying. A man, almost anything that you can point out about a man mm-hmm. is about a woman. It's about his desire to attract, impress, appease okay. women. I agree. That is not true of women for I, men. I would disagree. So where, like a, the car nigga drafts, mm-hmm. his address, right, his clothes, mm-hmm. that's all about women. Right? Okay. If it weren't for women, there would be one house, one car. What you drive? I drive the car, nigga. That's it. <laughs> Everybody has the car, right? Okay. All this extra shit is about trying to attract women, right? Okay. Women, your address, that ain't about attracting men. You know what I'm saying? You live where the fuck you want to live. You live where it's comfortable for you. That ain't about, I got to impress a nigga, so I'm going to have this address. Okay. Or I got to impress a nigga, so I'm going to drive this car. Okay. That ain't about us. I disagree. And here's, here's where I push back on that, right? And mm-hmm. I know two, but I should let two jump in because he just ready. He double dutching, waiting to get in. <laughs> I'm always ready. I got a fully here's, clip. If we're talking about money and cars, right? You have to think about how women start off in society. As little girls, we're sitting around planning our weddings, planning what our husband's going to be like, what all these fantasies of what that marriage is going to be, right? And it all lives in the white construct, right? Think about that for one second. I just want to pause you. Uh-huh. Right? You're five years old mm-hmm. or 10, whatever. Yeah. Whatever seems comfortable for you. Yeah. And you're planning your wedding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What happens at a wedding? What is a wedding to do? Get married. It, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? No, 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 no. What you fucking do? A wedding is about you. a union. Okay. Right? No, no. It's about, I'm about, I'm about, that's the point I'm making. That's it is point. about the bride. Wait, wait, you're absolutely correct. Right. Yeah. At a wedding, we are bringing a union together. Okay. Two people, right? Uh-huh. You've been planning this shit since you were five. Fuck me. It ain't got shit to do with me. Why do you think that? Because you already planned it since you was five. You didn't even know me. But don't you so all when we're 30, see? So when we get, you been, you, you when we get married before. at 30, no. when we get married well, at 30, I've been engaged though. this wedding has to match the thing that you've wanted your whole fucking life. I don't got no say so in this you shit. You're going to make this real simple though. Shantae, you been married before? I, no. Her, you been married before? Yes. E4, you been married before? Did you have a wedding? Yes. I had a wedding. How much of your wedding were you involved in planning? Or did you even care to plan? No and no. You know what I got None out of my wedding? No. Do you know what I got out of my wedding? This is the truest shit. Mm-hmm. I got the car I wanted to rent to take us from the church <laughs> to the reception. Okay. And I didn't even want anything else. I'm not. Look, I think you all want me to argue about a wedding being about the woman. But look, I agree. But, but what? Okay, go ahead. Just a no, no, small. We gonna let, I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. But 
Okay, sure, the wedding is about the woman, no doubt. Why the fuck do I want to get married in the first place? Because I want to be valuable to a man. That's the part you all are missing. What do you think women are doing all this marriage shit for? Because they want to walk down the... Sure, they want to walk down and have the fabulous dress and the flowers and the shit. Fine. You're going to stop being married one day, but the point of being married is to be valuable in the society to men. Y'all won't even acknowledge that. Why? Women are doing this to have value toward so men. What I was going to that push, is the bottom line of this all. So what I was going to push back, again, even in your earlier statement, uh-huh. when you said you do this for the value of men. Yes, so I'm going to say, I disagree, right? Well, what the, what, what? what? Well, I'm, gonna, I'm going to explain <laughs> I'm it to you. You I'm can't, going to, wait. I'm going to, okay, you give sure. me a second, I'm going to explain to you why I think I differ on this belief system. Okay. Learns them, brother. Right? Learns them. Okay. I think what you all are is an insatiable by nature, right? Okay. And what I really think you're appeasing, right, is the ego and the social standard, not man at all. I don't give a fuck about no man per se. Okay. Right? Because all of the shit, like you said, my makeup, my clothes, my... We don't give a fuck! And we tell y'all a thousand times over, we don't give a fuck! That's not true. Very true. The social standard says this is what you should be. Okay. We don't give a fuck! When y'all y'all do that shit for other women... Head sweatpants, chilling with no makeup on... That's what you the prettiest. I hope you don't take it wrong. That's 99.5% of men that I know. Okay. If that were true, then the Kim... We tell it's you always true. true. We tell and you. And the one that fantasize don't look like that. This is the interesting thing to me. Yes, I get it. Y'all want the women in the Tims and the sweatpants. Cool. But the one you all fantasize about, fantasize about, don't wear none of that shit. They have a pound of makeup and a pound of hair in that's, their head and y'all drooling over them constantly. And you think true. women so don't... True. No. So I think, there, I think there's some truth to supply and demand, right? Uh-huh. Somebody has to be demanding this for it to be in such ready supply, right? Mm-hmm. I get that. That ain't what I'm on. That ain't what the majority... Like, that's not what we are on. And I would say, when y'all do, put all y'all shit on and go the fuck outside, that is for the other women there. I'm just trying to shit on shorty. Like, I, it ain't even about... I, I'm just trying to be the coldest woman in the room. I'm not disagreeing with that. But it's also for the attention and lure of men. Now, let, let, now let's tell the truth, right? I'm, or what, I'm, I'm going to tell my truth. And there's also a difference between attention and value. I just wanted to say that and I'll be out. But that we equate <laughs> attention and value to be the same. Yeah, but they ain't the same. They ain't. And we but tell you what we society, social media right. era. We, it ain't. And we tell, you, we tell you all the time what we value. Right, and if you can't hear that, then you're just looking for attention. Great, and that's not about men, then, because if we're telling you what we value, and you're just looking for attention, then that's the social. But what standard. I'm telling that's you ego. is, what I'm telling you is, what you all are telling us, and what we see you actively go after, don't look the same. And I'm not talking about two and herb specifically. Sure. I'm talking about men or black men specifically in general. You all say, "Oh, I don't want you to wear makeup. I don't want you to wear weave. I don't want you to have on I tight clothes." Don't. And the motherfuckers y'all look at have every bullet point that you all say you don't want. And you all keep pushing back on this ideology. You see your boys do it. You see who they like. Why y'all even trying to negotiate this conversation? I also see who they with. But we only see who you go after. We also do see who y'all with. You ain't paying attention. You ain't paying attention. But we we also see who y'all fucking. And y'all are fucking the tight dress, weave wearing, makeup wearing bitches. That's not really true. It's two niggas that's fucking them. We've had that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all keep... I'm, I'm so serious. I'm so sick of this bullshit argument. <laughs> As am I. And the two niggas is fucking them bras is the same kind of niggas that them bras are. Attention seeking. Yes. The shit we value is very different. And we are open and honest about that in, in, in all kind of platforms. 
Okay. Y'all don't hear it because it ain't what you value. It's your ego. Women got the biggest egos on this fucking planet and won't never admit to it. This is why you are driven by that imagery. I work in marketing. That's how the shit works. If a woman want it, I ain't got to sell it to no man. He going to buy it because she fucking wants it. Okay. Period. It is a strategy. So you're not doing that for the glare of me. You're doing it to fit into the social standards. Now, here's funny because I'm telling you want me to take what you say because you're telling me this, right? I'm telling you women are doing it for the gaze of men and you keep telling me that's not true. So who, which one of us are right? To? I don't. Okay. Well then no. Cause again, as a <laughs> vagina carrying person, I'm telling you women do all of this vagi- for the gaze of carrying men. Vagina member. Car- I, I, I live this life. You got your card on you I'm right now? You don't want me to whip it out. We don't want none of that smoke. Speak for yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> two don't want that. <laughs> uh, two don't. You're right. Give it to yourself. Two don't. Give, two I, don't. I trust your car. Trust me. <laughs> but you, if you want people to take what you're telling me to, as fact, then you have to take what I'm telling you as fact. You're a man. So if you tell me this is what men want, I have to take it on face value because you're the one with the penis. So I'm like, well, fine. I'm at, you, I have a vagina. I'm telling you a lot of what can, I've done over the life is for the gaze of men. But you can also see it in model behavior is what I'm saying. Right? That's now, not a, yeah. I won't deny that we're visual creatures. Yeah. I won't deny that, right? It's 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 like the pick me or the hoe. Yeah, we'll test drive the car, but we don't want to buy that car. That's not what we want. We're more interested in the Toyota than the Corvette. It's just the truth. It's just we 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 speak to it, we live by it, all of that. But I'm telling yes. okay. Listen, okay, so I'm let me let me, let me ask you this. That, the correlation. Let me, let me ask you this. It. Let me ask you this. Go for uh, it. Let me ask both of you, gorgeous women. This the ratio between when you are comfortably presenting versus when you are all dialed up is what? Wait, ask that question again. You sweatpants, head tied, chilling with no makeup on versus. Heels, dress, makeup, hair. The ratio of those two things is what? The ratio of the attention? What percentage of your life are you fucking dolled oh, up? Oh, the, the former. I'm definitely... Nine to one? 90% of the time, you are as you are right now. I right? would agree, yeah. And then 10% of the time, you yeah. cover the magazine ready. Yeah. How the fuck could you possibly think that what I want most is 10%... Like... If I'm with you, this is what I'm getting 90% of the time. I'm getting this. Yeah, but you didn't approach wait, 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 me wait, wait, like this. Just another question. Just another question. You didn't approach just me another like question this. to add to the, the, the data that he just put out, right? If it's 90-10 and you're doing this for to appease me, and you're only getting 10% of the so time. So 90% of the time, <laughs> you don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just saying, you just said 90% of the time, I don't give a fuck with y'all. I don't give a fuck with you think. Okay, you're going you gonna, you gonna to get these sweatpants and I'm like it. Saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> y'all telling yourself every time. But you. Uh, <laughs> we talking to a 43 year old woman who went through her who her years of trying to impress me. I don't do that anymore, but I understand the thinking. I've evolved past. Because if you ask 22-year-old Chantel, that I got, ratio would be very different. It would not be 90-10. It would be more got, like 80-20. <laughs> Where I'm dressing up more than I look. That's because like you went that. outside more. That's all that's, that's about. That's also accurate. That's all that's about. <laughs> that's also you true. went to the club more that's then. True. That's all that is. That's all very true. Let's move on to another very 
intelligent black woman. Hear what she has to say. And oh, Jesus Christ. Why Chantel so greatly disagrees. How I feel. If you want to have sex with somebody, it's okay. Have sex with them. Just don't lie to me about it. That's how I feel. Don't lie to me about it and just make sure that you remember who's home. I'm home. So if I'm the queen of the castle, I'm home. Don't lie. You can bring the girl over. Can I, can I curse? Yeah, okay, right. you can you can bring the bitch over. I'll cook y'all breakfast and everything. <laughs> go in the room. Wait, you cook us breakfast? Yes, yes. go Whoa. in the room. Fuck her. I'm a Where good. Where do I sign up? I can't. Where, where the fuck I'm do I sign girl, up? I'm a girl. Arch a little bit more. Suck that thing the way you need to suck it. And stop playing games. You heard her. And then <laughs> I'm gonna ask you what you want to eat, girl. I'm gonna give you some water. Wipe your wipe your face. Throw it back, honey. Do it good. And we gonna have a good time. And then you know that's it. Yo, he fucked up. Yeah, I know. I know. This is how I feel. That's the most pick-me-ass shit I've heard in a really long time. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Sounds like a woman who... Sounds like... What, what did we say earlier about being solutions-oriented? Right? That bitch sounds she like a pick She sounds me. like she's looking for a solution to this construct of monogamy that very few people seem to be authentically participating in. So she says, all right, cool. If my partner... Wants to have physical relations with someone else. I'm not only am I accepting of it, y'all can do it here, and I will cook for y'all and give instructions through said actions. A yeah, little bit more like this, a little bit less like that. Different angle here, different angle there. And I see well be fucked up if she turned around and was like, You don't know what you fuck you doing. I got I got this bitch. Then she's going to be upset. Now you're disrespectful because you're in her house. I, I'm just saying. She there for a reason. She didn't get there by happenstance. She knew what she was doing. That's not the first time she fucked that nigga. How you know? She created a safe environment for this to take place. Yeah. I and he's still going to cheat on her. Well, he's not cheating because he's bringing wow. her to the house. He's still going to go outside You said he's house. still going to cheat. Even though he don't have to, he's still going to. He's still going to. <laughs> wow. He is. In that scenario. I feel like if wow. she's saying this, that's not cheating. They have a very clear No, that's not cheating, but Ifo says that he's still going to cheat. Not in the scenario that he that she described, but he's still going to do some other side stuff on his own. Uh, I just feel like that's some total BS. But two, come on. Come on, he is. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to think. Uh, that's a lot. I knew that was going to be a lot for two. I ain't going to lie. Man, I, I ain't gonna, you know, we've had this conversation on here. You know, I'm I'm just conservative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think there's been a I'm, I think push I'm towards like whole culture. <laughs> like for this real. This is whole culture? Okay. I think there's a, a a push toward whole culture, specifically leveraged toward black women. Right? Okay. And I think it devalues y'all in a way that y'all think is empowering but I think it's devaluing, right? <clears throat> it could go into the fuck them, get some money, Cardi B lyrics. It could go into the Amber Rose prostitute stroll, whatever the fuck the name of that thing was. Right, slut that, walk. That slut walk, walk, but okay. Whatever the fuck it was. Prostitute stroll. <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> I didn't know the name. I didn't mean to disrespect it. He was so politically like correct with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because people take this shit to heart. You know what I mean? But Prostitute stroll. <laughs> Sick of him. <laughs> I do think it it takes y'all away from y'all essence in a lot of ways. And these young women look up to these behaviors. And we laughing at that conversation. Yeah. But this shit is so very normalized. And I'm talking about in very, very young women. 
Mm-hmm. Right, we can see it in the clothes they wearing. Like you know, when prom season comes around and you look at them fucking pictures, it looked like you going to the strip club, not the prom. Yeah, some of them are a little right. Little. And and for me, that's problematic. Now, whatever you choose to be, non-monogamous, not whatever the fuck. Sure. Right, we got to be clear about the power of media and distribution. Mm-hmm. Right, as an adult with a fully formed frontal lobe, you might want to make certain kind of decisions. But as a motherfucker who ain't got a fully formed frontal lobe and readily available conversations, not just readily available conversations, but a, a significant and, and detailed targeted push, it, in fact, it, it, it impacts you. It impacts behaviors. It impacts communities. And for me, I, it bothers me. It, it does. It bothers me, man. And it's not just this conversation, mm-hmm. but it's the totality of the culture. That's ingratiated in this conversation. I can see how you, I can see that. It's, I just got, I, I just, <laughs> I just got to ask. I know two ain't, it's not going to answer this question because two's far too highbrow to answer it. So Herb. What's up? Is this what, is this what y'all want? Is this, this really listen, the relationship y'all want? Listen, listen, I think that the sister's example was very extreme. I think it was extreme on for, for only for a couple of weeks. We talked about the cooking and all. I think I think her example was extreme. I am on record. Everybody knows this. I believe in ethical non-monogamy. For me, I'm not saying I believe in it for you or for you or anybody, right? You do what works for you. If monogamy works for you, do that shit. I believe in ethical non-monogamy, right? And so I believe in transparent communication with your partner about your desires, your intentions, and your actions. And I think that if you do that properly, it can be a healthy space to exist in. Okay. And so if you have a partner that's like, cool, I'm not tripping off that, you can do that. You can do that here, right? I'll partake or not partake. Right. I think that that can be a healthy space to be in if that works for you. It's not for everybody. Right. Just like I don't think monogamy is for everybody. So if you think that is for you, explore it and don't let the societal norms that we've been indoctrinated into that being monogamy discourage you from how you naturally or innately feel about relating. Okay. That's just where I come in on it. I think nuance is so important, though, too, though, right? Even how I just approached the conversation, I said, I'm the conservative one. And maybe I need another motherfucking moniker because I'm not necessarily a conservative person, right? I've voiced this publicly several times. I think polygamy makes more sense than monogamy. I think it's more natural than monogamy. I do. Now, we've been socialized into a monogamous system. And even when I address that statement, it's not about motherfuckers having sex with more than one person. Nope. Right? What I'm saying is there is a culture being created. Like, we can go to other societies where polygamy is the norm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But the value asset ain't my box or my penis. No. Right? So, we got to remove a lot of the other ills of our, out of our social understanding. I agree. Right? Before we can just have these shallow sexual relationships. I agree. And I, and I, I don't think we're pushing... Healthy polygamy. We ain't pushing healthy monogamous relationships. I agree. Right? So to push this other shit, it ain't healthy polygamous relationships. 
That's why I said it's core culture. So again, I, I, I just I just want to again when I'm speaking on this, I'm talking about getting to a healthy space, right? Something that can be healthy, and I agree with you, right? That in large part we talk about these things from these very superficial, surface level, purely physical conversations. When I'm talking about ethical non-monogamy, just like we were talking about how you physically appear 90% of the time in your relationship, mm -hmm. 90% of the time in our relationship, we are not having sex. We're doing something else, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the part of it I'm talking about that most, that the, the monogamous construct doesn't make space for, right? Okay. I'm saying I have a genuine connection to more than one person. And I think that's fine. And I think we can explore it. And I think we can navigate it in a way that is respectful, in a way that is healthy, in a way that is prosperous even. If done properly. And if not, then it'll, then it'll fail. Again, I think the socialization of America is flawed, though. I think it's a very transactional society, right? And it just invokes certain shit, right? Real quick. Chantel. E four O, mm -hmm. uh, Keisha Graysu. Uh, we can go down the line of women who are in our circle who yeah. help us with a whole lot of shit. Great women, right? Uh, 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 the, back to man law versus universal law. Your essence, your nature, right? We give you a seed, you gonna reap a crop. It's just y'all's nature. You understand me? It is not ours. We tell E4 every day, man, thank you, because we would have never thought to do this shit. We ain't going to never be this organized. We ain't going to. We talk more now than we talked in the last 18 months. <laughs> right. That's Real cute. shit, right? right. She, there's little pictures and shit popping up on my phone with logos. I, I, yeah. How did I do this shit? Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I appreciate it, right? But I was, having a, I was just having a conversation with my cousin. He's like, man, I got this girl, and I got this girl, and this girl, and this girl. And I just got to keep piping them to keep them doing it. Right? I had a very different philosophy. Mm. I think the minute you pipe them is the minute you create the problem. Now, I'm only going to say this in this way. Right? Because it's a, it's a reflection of how unhealthy our sexual relationships are mm -hmm. because of how unhealthy our, our what's the word I want to use here? Just our genuine understandings of each other are. Right? Think about how many motherfuckers be like, I can't be friends with the motherfucker I used to date. Why? I'm, I'm dating somebody who said that. I'm that's, like, that's sickness that's to weird. me. That's weird. That's super weird. That's sickness to me. But how normal is that? I agree. You understand what I'm saying? So when you start adding more shit on the other end of that equation, the flawed end of the equation in the first place, it just breeds a more unhealthy populace in my mind. So I, I, I agree. And I, I, I feel like I've just gotten to a place where like dialogue like that all feels like Kevin Samuels to me in the respect that it's all just to piss people off. It's, this is all to just make us all angry. Like that was to do nothing but make... I don't agree with that though. But it, it all is outrage culture. I think Atlanta. I think Florida. I think Louisiana. I think Mississippi. I think that shit is normal. What do you mean? The, the this question is the, the, what the she's whole saying. You think that, that the sister had? You think that's going on down there? And specifically in a certain generation, right? You travel, you get out, you go to the clubs, you go to the environments where those people are. Oh, that shit extra normal. They all 
bringing the, it's, it's the side chick in. Well, I guess she ain't a side chick. I was she welcome. Going, I, I, I had a program running in the school, and this might have been 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Just think about the, we see it in the changing energies of the people. Right? Think how open homosexuality is. I'm not negating homosexuality, but it just shows the shift in how we view sexuality. It just is what it is. But I remember being in a classroom as a, I don't want to say as an educator, but definitely as an authority figure in a high school. And a young girl walked up to me and was like, Mr. Werner, look how fat her ass is, talking to another, about another student. I almost had a heart attack. As you should have. You understand what I'm saying? One, you should never, I'm Mr., you address me as Mr. Werner. Where the fuck is the comfort level for you to be talking to me in this way? You understand what I'm saying? And even the, the conversation itself was like, like this what, is beyond me. Why would she even consider talking to you about and, that? But and that's, the why is irrelevant to me at this point, but my point is it is a reflection of the shift. It's a reflection of the, the disconnect of one respect of of, of, of value, all that shit. Why don't we think this is permeating if a motherfucking student is that comfortable in talking to me like that? This is what it is, right? We we can't be foolish, man. Think about how much motherfuckers is talking about Kanye right now. And I'm only references in this point, man. That, that shit is influential. Music is influential. Every shorty wears tight-ass pants and shit now, right? In my generation, you'd have been a, a flaming homosexual wearing tight-ass pants now. My son don't... My daughter calls my son sassy every day because of his tight-ass pants. Now, he ain't sassy. He ain't a homosexual, none of that. But that's what the culture informs. You understand what I'm saying? So to assume that this shit doesn't have an impact, and this is where that shit lives. It lives in the 15 to 25 to 35 maybe area. But them motherfuckers ain't going to be 15 to 35 forever. 15 to 25 forever. But they're being informed about relationship values through a very provocateur, very valueless lens. All I got to offer is pussy. All I got to offer is money. All you got to do is turn on Instagram. All you got to do is turn on TikTok. I heard a TikTok today. Motherfucker said, hey, man, would you allow your daughter to do OnlyFans? Context. Would you allow your... That was the question. It was meant to be funny. Would you allow your daughter to do OnlyFans? Response, no. But what if she could make $2,000, what if she could make $2 million a week, a month? Whatever the number was, I don't even mm-hmm. know the number. Some exorbitant. Oh, number. yeah, I'm with the OnlyFans. What the fuck? That bothers me. And it's a reflection of the whole shit, right? Think about how abundant OnlyFans is. But is that shocking to you? It can't be. At the level, absolutely it is. Really? Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. One. Now, ain't no one. It's absolutely, it absolutely shocks me. How? Because I think that's the majority at this point, specifically in that demographic. I think that is how we relate to value in relating at all. What can I sell you? It's all very transactional, right? And it okay. alleviates the personal value. There's no self esteem attached to that, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I, I just. To me, OnlyFans is a reflection of how sex work has always been profitable in America. Not just, it's always been profitable. I don't think you can separate the two, though. I'm not arguing that, right? Yeah, prostitution is the oldest profession. So, does that fucking justify it? 
I'm not trying to justify it or not. What I'm trying to point out is I don't think it's an anomaly that OnlyFans is successful. That's why I'm surprised that you are surprised at a success because sex work for millennia have always been successful. They've always been buyers of sex. Don't disagree, right? But it's also a reflection of uh, 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 of a, a, a transactional financial society. Well, right? why you consider it lopsided? Because the bottom is that far down now. It's a very lopsided financial society, but the value system is predicated all on the same thing. Okay. Right? So you had a financially, you're at the bottom. The vast majority of our communities is we at below the bottom. Right. Right? But the value system is predicated only on what materialism and wealth. Okay. Yeah. Right? And if you have nothing else to offer, then you will offer your soul. I just think that's always been the case. I don't think this is a new phenomenon. If it's always been the case or not, it don't make it valid. Okay. It don't make it valuable. Well, I guess what I'm pointing to is because you, you keep saying, like, this is, this is being marketed to the younger people. Like, this is new. What I'm saying is this isn't new. Like, transactional relationships, selling sex is, is as old as America itself. Maybe so, but how is different. And I made that a distinction well, yeah. early in the conversation, right? When the distribution model changes, that's different. The Bible was fucking media. Radio was fucking media. Yeah. They ain't the same as TV, but they both fucking media. Yeah, it the always impacts ain't the same. You know what I mean? Instagram is fucking media, but the impact is very different, right? My children, 13, 17, they leave the house with a cell phone. They have access to all that shit all day long. Right? I remember when I first went to the West Side in K-Town, I might have been 16, and I saw real prostitutes out prostituting for the first time ever. Blew my motherfucking mind. Right? Because it's a different level of prostitution on the West Side. side than on the South Side. You're right. I'm not to say that it didn't exist on the South Side, but it happened It's just different. Yeah. Right? That shit was mind-blowing. Oh, this shit exists? I was amazed. Right? But it was not normal. You understand what I'm saying? This was not my normal. Mm -hmm. Even in seeing it, I had to make an adjustment. Like, what the fuck is this? Okay, I get what you're saying, yeah. Right? It's not an adjustment when it when you walk out your door and you see the hoes every day. Because it, if you live everyday. on that block in K Town, that's very normal to you, right? And you're going to relate to that through that lens. Okay, I get right? what you're saying. So what we're relating to now through the lens of this is normal behavior, and it's not. But how do we go back? Or can we go back? I don't know if we, I don't think it's going back. Just like you said, this is just for eons. Mm -hmm. How do we go forward? Well, how I, do we create a value, right? How do we say, man, woman, you are valuable because you're fucking valuable? How do we say, man, you're valuable because you're fucking valuable? I guess that's my question. Like, how do we transform from being such a transactional society to a more value driven society? Let go of white supremacist ideas and views. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, it's that simple. Well, Right? And, and, I, and I hate people saying you can't disconnect from it. Because that's false. There's been societies that existed before the term existed. Mm -hmm. You just got to fucking let go. But the problem is we worship their same God. The dollar. And when you worship their same God without the same access, then you will do soul-wrenching shit to get it. Sick of fucking agreeing with you. <laughs> I told you I'm not shit. two and I'm not two. I told you. No, I always am I'm always preaching that black people need to divest from whiteness. Always. And that's the only way that anything related to black people will change our community, our relationships with each other. We have to divest from whiteness in all respects. I agree. Which is hard because a lot of what we say and a lot of what we think is from the white lens. 
everything, and I do mean everything, how we see men, how we see women, what is a man, what is a woman, what is love, what is marriage, it's all through a white lens. So it's going to be a fucking hard, hard road to hoe for black folks to move past whiteness. Is it though? I think if that's all you know, that's the only lens you know, it would take a concerted active effort for people to move past that. And they would have to see value in it. And I think that's the thing that's going to be the hardest to create the value for, pe- for black people to move past whiteness. So I don't think it's hard at all, right? Now, I'm only going to say this in this sense, then we're probably going to close this out. Yes. In the Malcolm Gladwell book, um, what the fuck was the book? Uh, the Tipping Point, mm-hmm. right? Malcolm Gladwell talks about it takes 10,000 hours to perfect any skill set, mm-hmm. right? Now, Malcolm Gladwell only leveraged this concept in attributing, you know, greatness in any regard. But I thought about it very differently. The investment in those 10,000 hours is really a reflection of self-love. Right? You're dedicated yourself to something, right, that moves you to make an investment of this length in time. Mm -hmm. I think the way America works and how we keep and stay inundated and seduced by white supremacy is because we don't make any personal investments. So what happens is, is the muck, the television, the media, the illusion is the only thing fueling you. Hmm. Because there's nothing deep in your soul fueling you. But when something deep in your soul fuels you, you start to realize and recognize what real love is about. Hmm. No. And it supersedes any outside value. Any outside value. You know, too. My, I'm an artist, right? My father used to tell every woman he would meet that I ever dealt with, he would say, you're going to always be second. Because art going to always come first. And my wife says today that she knows she's second. And I, and I don't even mean or I'm not trying to project for her to feel like that. Mm-hmm. It's just where I invest that because this is where I first found love. And that's personal. So it gives me freedom to look past the bullshit because this don't move me in the first place. That was really insightful. Because I'm fucking brilliant. You've moved from slot 50 to slot 45. Look I'm at you moving up on the smartest people list. And not two. <laughs> look at you. Oh. I know my brother had to step out to do an interview, man. We appreciate Chantel. Well, he heard appreciate Chantel. Uh, Fuck you too. <laughs> you love when I'm on this show too. Absolutely goddamn do, liar. Man. I fucking love Chantel, man. We appreciate you all for rocking with us, man. Efo, you know you're the number one star on this program at this point. Shout out to Jake Jamal Jackson for all the hard work he's doing down there behind the boards. Uh, and all of you, all the listeners, man. We appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in. And remember, share, 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 share. And E4O is in my ear now telling us to make sure that you all comment. E4O also wants you to do, when you comment, to comment with ask and questions and show topics that you might be interested in going forward. Until next time, peace out.